Yo, what up? It's Q Harrison Terry, and you are now listening to the NFT QT podcast. This episode of the NFT QT podcast is brought to you by the NFT Handbook. The NFT Handbook is a detailed guide on how to create, sell, and buy non-fungible tokens without the need for a technical background. You can learn exactly what NFTs are, how they've evolved, and why they have value. Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? We got a couple people in the building. We got a couple people in the building. First off, we have Ryan Cowdery, the co-host. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for not calling me a guest this time. <laughs> no, no, we have we have a, we have a special guest today as well. We have a special exactly. guest almost every episode now. It's like our thing. Uh, today we have Caleb joining us. What's up, yo? What's up, yo? Yo, Caleb is is a high schooler. Where, where are you coming from, my <laughs> DeSoto, guy? Desoto, Desoto. He goes to Desoto High School. That's in Texas. I see you. Uh, what grade? What are you representing? I'm in the tenth grade. The tenth yeah. grade. We got a tenth grader on the show. Calgary. We have a tenth grade. Do you remember when you were in tenth grade? <laughs> Man, I was I was just watching ESPN. <laughs> All the tenth grade. When I was in tenth grade, I was trying to sell mixtapes. Right. There you go. For yeah. Sure. So I was I was valeting cars. Oh, you were valeting cars, Caleb. You're in tenth grade. What are you doing? DJing. You know, putting uh, myself out there. Oh, you DJing. Music. Hey, where, where can the people find and hear some of your mixes? What's the? What's hey, the... you can go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Caleb Two Times with a one as the L. Okay, so, how you spell it? Spell it out for the people. So K A one E B two times. Okay. Well, right. two X pretty much. All right, all right, all right. And you got you got the mixes out there. Yes, sir. So you're a creator. It sounds like. Yes, I am. Man, Ryan, do you know what we're talking about today? I think, I think, uh, I think I do. I think I have a a concept here. Well, but why, don't you, why don't you let us know? Well, today we're going to be talking about kids on the blockchain, kids that are out here hustling, getting money off their little NFT collections and all that. And I think mm-hmm. it, the first thing is, in order to be a kid on a blockchain, one, you need curiosity; two, you need creativity; and three, you just need consistency. Would you agree with that? Man, that sounds like you're dropping a book on them. The three, the three C's of being a kid on the blockchain. <laughs> I think that that's it. I mean, you know, we were once kiddos on the blockchain. We were young. We were young. We were once young professionals on the blockchain. We were <laughs> in our, actually we were teens. I think I was like 19. We were, yeah, we, so, were, we were 19. So we were teens on the blockchain. I guess, Caleb, you, you at that, that, that point, you know, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So I think a lot of, some of these people will be teens on the blockchain, but there's actually a lot of 12 year olds getting money on the blockchain. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, if you really want to get money on the blockchain, I feel like, you know, you should be about 10, 12. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, just, just get your data on the blockchain. It doesn't matter if it's if it's solid data or not. Just 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 make sure you're there. You know, for sure. No, nah, I feel that. I feel that. So so here's how it's going to go. I think that there's a lot of projects, but just to just as a prerequisite, because there's some people listening to this and they're like, what do you mean teens on the blockchain, kids on the blockchain? You guys are going insane. We're not. This is real money, guys. This is real money. <laughs> Girls, too. This is real money. Uh. Most definitely. So the first project that that has me just just my, my mind just boggled is this kid named Benjamin. Is it Benjamin? Is that how you say I it? Think right? so. That's it. Sounds good to me. Sounds ben, right to me. Benjamin. And and if you if this is the kid that has all of the press. So if you type in 12 year old NFT, this is the kid that CNBC and every publication has talked about. But Benjamin created this project known as Weird Whales. Weird Whales. Weird Whales. Yep. And, and, and Weird Whales is an NFT collection curated by a 12 year old programmer from London, UK. 
He's been learning to uh, code at the age of five. That's when he started. And this project for him started as an educational endeavor. He created all the base layers for the whales. So they have a normal, a zombie, an ape, and an alien whale. And he used the trait. And he also programmed the traits using pixel art. And so then after he did that, he generated about 3,350 unique digital collectibles. And he used this open source Python script to make that happen. And, and he customized it a bit because he, he didn't like the original output. And this is the first instance of a Kauai pixel whale used in a generative art project on a custom on-chain uh, blockchain uh, project. And, you know, his success has been documented literally everywhere. The New York Times, oh. Business Insider, CNBC, The Telegraph, The Guardian, BBC, Decrypt, and just many more, right? And the reason why I find this project super, super incredible is the floor, play, fr- the floor price isn't all that crazy. It's about 0.24 ETH. And we, we know that that's, that's still, you know, six, 700 bucks in today's uh, prices. So it, it's not cheap. But when it's we respectable, start, that's for sure. It's, it's very respectable. Very respectable. And he, the kid is traded 1.7 thousand Ethereum. Ryan, what is that price wise? Just give me a price on that. And I think that that comes out to be like around 5 million, maybe okay. somewhere around there. Caleb. Yeah. How old are you? Um, 15. So if three years ago you could have made 5 million, what would you be doing today? What? I don't even know, to be honest with you. And I tell you that you couldn't tell me. Nah, man. No. So there's a there's, there's there's a kid that's 12 years old. That's that's cooking. He put he put this little project together. It's called Weird Whales. And it's just whales just doing, you know, they just chilling on the just blockchain. Chilling, exactly. And he made five mil off this. Um, yeah. well, I, I don't know if he made it, but like, yeah, you know, yeah. he, he, oh, okay. he made he made a good good chunk on the minting, you okay. know, and then this is this is how much it's generated for other people, too. But That's true. for sure, like he's he basically you could think of it like he started a five million dollar company. There you go. There you go. He's got five million in revenue. And uh, he took he took the profit on on the on the front end for minting, yep. as Ryan said. For Thanks sure. for that clarification. You know, Ryan, I was. Yeah, I was, but this. Like this dude, Benjamin, he's got hits, man. He mm-hmm. he didn't stop after that. Like he got all the press and he didn't get complacent, which I, I love that because he uh, I think he was working after that for this like board banana company, yeah. which was kind of like building off of the board apes. And he dropped a collaboration with them again called these non fungible heroes. And guess what? It made all those same headlines again. This thing is doing numbers, 1200 ETH like on revenue. Like, wow, he's. He's I think he's, he's here to stay, which is cool. Like it's, it's, I think he definitely spurred like the conversation around kids and teens hopping on this, this new trend, this new technology. And, uh, I think it just sh- 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 like shined a light on what could happen for somebody who's not like 30 years old or 40 or 50. For sure. I mean, what's crazy is not, I didn't know about the collection you just mentioned, but I knew about his Minecraft Yeehaw project and the floor price for that is almost three ETH, which is crazy. Wow. Yeah. So this Benjamin kid, you know, he's cooking, but this is one of those things where I said, you know, I said, it's about consistency, creativity and curiosity, right? Benjamin has all of those things. He was, he was consistent in programming because he started at the age five. So he's almost what, six, seven years into his, his journey there where, you know, he now has some skills. He has an understanding enough where he could get going on uh, GitHub and and kind of put up a a project on OpenSea. Right. And that helped him. 
And there was real, uh, there was real money to be made from that. So I think that like, if you're younger and you're listening to this and you're like, how do I get started? I think the things I would tell you is like, curiosity is going to be your key, right? Because, you know, one thing that Benjamin did that I respect is he stick he stuck to the things he knew. So he liked whales and he built them a whale project. He likes Minecraft. He built them a Minecraft project. Now he's in the NFT world and he's collaborating with the projects that he likes uh, to, to Ryan's point earlier. So that curiosity, y'all, it will take, if it will take you super far. If I could give my 12 year old self any advice, it'd be stay curious and all the stuff that makes you weird. People pay you for that later on in life. This is uh this is a, a message from curious George, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Man, nah, I mean, yeah, y'all laugh all y'all want. I mean, look yeah. at us. We get paid to do weird stuff right now. I mean, if I weren't, exactly. if I weren't the nerd, you know, I couldn't write the NFT handbook. Nah, I mean, I have a theory that like if you want to if you want to be ahead of the curve or potentially make a lot of money on the Internet, just find the weirdest communities. Like, honestly, because the weird stuff, it always has its day in the light. And Mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, even if there's only a thousand people that are, you know, making art on trash bags or something, you know, like it's a weird niche, but people are people are there, you know, chill there keep being weird there. And it ha- like everything has its day in the, in the, in the, in the light, you know, like even ASMR, like think yeah. about that. People were probably doing mm-hmm. ASMR for, you know, 15 years before it blew up in 2017. Oh, for sure. I mean, so Caleb, you're, you're on the show. You're, you're about that age. You're still a teen. Yeah. Are we tripping, bro? You think that these are anomalies or do you, you have friends that are creative? I mean, you're creative yourself. Like what, what, what interests you about NFTs and, and, and let us know, you know, where you're at in your NFT journey. I mean, NFTs, I haven't learned too much about, but I know it's like a articulative, you know, project about, you know, making new projects and stuff like that and making money off of them. But so that's really all I know about it. So you heard about people making money off NFTs, but you haven't really dug deeper is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Got it. So what's up, our kids, our, ki- our kids, like our kids and your friends like talking about it much or like, I guess I- I'm curious, like how far has it made it to, you know, I guess teen like teen life. Well, my friends don't even talk about NFTs. No, okay. yeah, at all. Have you have you talked about it? You brought yeah, it I talked about it. I brought it up. Yes, you brought it up. Yeah. And then what do you like? What's the conversation like? It's just like they don't they, they have no clue what it is. Like, what is an NFT? Like, got it. Do you know what an NFT is? Uh, it's like digital currency. It's like you know an art project that you can create with your own mind and sell to other people and trade and stuff like that. Not too, not too bad for a 15 year old. Ryan, you, you, what, what corrections? I mean, it's pretty much, that's pretty much what it is. I think the, uh, the other cool thing is that, you know, it, it's, it's scarce, right? So you yeah. can't mm-hmm. like, you know, if Jordan drops, you know, is, you know, 20 Jordan 26 or whatever, and he only drops, you know, 3000 of them yeah. and he's not going to make any more. It's the same thing. Like, you know, you kind of have the, the limited runs of it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, I think, uh, that's a heck of a lot more than I think I, I would have known at 15 about the blockchain and, and non-fungible tokens. And so like the one thing I say is, you know, when you're younger, build on that experience. Right. So if you know something and you know a thread, but you don't mm-hmm. know it too well, dude, YouTube, TikTok, gotcha. uh, Instagram, like, you know, the places you can learn now are just so vastly different than what we had when me and Ryan were in our teens. Like we had YouTube, bro, but we didn't have what they have now. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff. Hey, we had Game Informer though. We had we did have Game Informer. We had the we had popular science and popular mechanics, but that was a magazine cycle, right? So we still had the yeah. we only got twelve of those a year. You know, yep. a kid now, like if you don't understand something, 
I mean, literally there's a TikTok for learning anything. They don't have, you know, hundreds of millions of views, but there's a lot of teachers that have gotten creative. Like I was learning, like I'm learning how to speak Japanese and there's a couple channels that I follow on Instagram and every day they just like bang, 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 bang. And they just have new stuff. And it's done in that format of social media where, you know, it's, it's, it, it's poppy and it grabs your attention and all of that. So I feel like, you know, with NFTs, there's definitely a lot of creators in the space. There's at NFT if you want to follow and just kind of get abreast of some of the projects and collections that are dropping. You know, we've got NFTQT.com and we 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 post a lot of stuff there. Um, I think we've got the NFT handbook. I think that there's like if you're younger and you're listening to this show, go deep because the more you learn, the quicker you'll be able to see opportunities. And those opportunities are not just related and only available to Benjamin. There's another example I want to talk about, uh, the long necky ladies. We've mentioned this project before on the show, but the creator is another 12 year old. Her name's Nayla Hayes. Yep. And I mean, this was a follow-up after Wales. She got, uh, she got inspired. She's done really well for herself, 920 ETH in volume. Mm -hmm. Um, and she started a, a a discord called kids on the blockchain. And It highlights the kids that are working on blockchain projects and it just kind of shares all the, 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 the good juju and energy that's out there just so that they can more easily find attention and, and, and see some of these collectors that are looking at supporting them. And I think that, um, Ryan, was there anything that you saw in that discord? I haven't been in it yet. Yeah, they have like, so they have a whole channel called kid, kid Genesis drops only. So like whenever a kid that is, you know, under the age of 20, essentially that drops their first project, they just toss it in here. And I mean, there's, there's like dozens of them, you know, like there's like non-fungible forks. Uh, this dude makes his own like astronaut art. There's another one called attic animations. Like it's just every day there's something new. So like, there's a lot of kids. It's definitely like in that weird niche right now, I feel like Mm -hmm. for kids, but the ones who are kind of learning or like, I'd say like kids, you guys got all the time in the world, you know, like I, I know it's fun to like go and play with friends, but if you just spent like 30 minutes a day, just seeing what was going on in the space, like you could learn so much and cause, cause adults don't have the time, you know, I think that's the benefit right now. Yeah. I mean, Caleb, how much time do you waste a day? Hey, I mean, <laughs> be honest, bro. Well, last night I was doing the show for DJ. So like in the beginning, like of the day, you know, I would be practicing. So, I mean, time's not wasted. It's just, Spend on other things. Like, like how many, how much hours did you, or how many hours did you put on Instagram today? Mm. I'd say about an hour. No. You put an hour in. Yeah. Okay. It's halfway through the day. So, mm. you know, how many hours on average would you put in Instagram each day? Mm, probably about four, three. You put four hours in the Instagram a day? Yeah. <laughs> Golly. Four yeah. hours? Four hours. <laughs> but that's like. Bro, you got four hours there. to put on Instagram each day. Hey, you gotta you gotta understand the lives, stuff like that. Putting myself he's out re- there, DJing. He's researching, man. man he's capping. That, nah. This is what you call a cap. Nah, how's that cap? I, I mean, four hours, bro. Oh. Bro, there's 24 hours in a day. You put four hours in Instagram. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Even, we don't even want to tell you the percentage of that, my guy. <laughs> that's like 20 percent of your day is going to Instagram. You know that, right? Yeah, that's that's around 20 percent. Well, I wouldn't say four, like three. We got two. One no, not another number that came down. So twenty percent. <laughs> Yo, I hope you're getting paid for that, bro. I hope, I hope, I hope to see you on like this uh, kids on the blockchain thread. You know what I'm saying? 
Yo, we, let's, uh, let's oh, yo, the other thing about the kids on the blockchain, I think that they're going to buy a, uh, at least they were talking about this for a while. I don't know if they, if they've done it yet, but they were going to buy a plot of land and like Decentraland or something. And they were going to make like a, like a studio where kids could hang out virtually and like collab on projects and stuff. You know, I think that that's a dope idea, but I mean, kids already have the Decentraland. They've got Roblox, they've got Minecraft, right? Yeah. I think that we've yep. got to figure out a way where, you know, we can go find them in their own environments because they've been in the metaverse for years, Fortnite. Uh, I mean, I can just think of it. Caleb, you're closer to it. What's the games where all the kids go hang out? Well, like Call of Duty, you got Call of Duty, uh, Fortnite, yep. Minecraft. Yep. Apex. Okay. Um, what else? You got 2K, Madden, so all them other games. So all so you you feel like every game's a metaverse then? Pretty much. It yeah. just has its own, you know, ideas, own creations, you know, own people. Do you so. feel like people go in there, like let's say, I mean you're a DJ, do you go into yeah. some of these places and, and bring your mixtape or your music with you? Hey, yeah, for sure. For sure. Wow. Nice. So like y'all be on uh like on 2K, <laughs> you be on my player and you'll be on the uh what is it called? And you just put your mix on there, let everybody listen to it. Wow. You know, hey. They think about it. Wow, what's uh what's it called? Playground? Yeah, playground, yeah, yeah. 2K. Yeah. You be selling? <laughs> nah, 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 you ain't selling? <laughs> nah, I don't sell. I don't sell. <laughs> For those that don't know, uh Caleb, explain what selling is because you know selling is basically like, you know, y'all could be like 20, you know, 2018, you know what I'm saying? It could be the other team got 20, you got 18, and you shoot a three, you know, you make it 21, 20. And then the other team comes back and you don't defend your player. And then they get to the point and you know, that's that's selling. It's all these teams. So, so you get so you gave away the game. Yeah. So it's much. losing. Selling is a better way to say you lose it. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. See the, the language here in these metaverses. People, <laughs> people talk about the metaverse, but the, people don't ever talk about the the different language to each metaverse. Because mm-hmm. like selling is something I think came from two K. But mm-hmm. then like if you go to like Apex or you go to Call of Duty, they've got different vernaculars just there as well. Exactly. Yeah, if, if if you're learning about the metaverse on Forbes.com, you're you're in the wrong place, man. <laughs> yeah, for real. Go hop in a Discord one time. Go hop on a on a, on, a, on an actual channel and just go see. Like, I mean, Roblox. You uh, you play that? Yeah, I play Roblox too. What's that? What's that like? Roblox. It, you got a lot of games. You got um different creations of games. You know, Among Us. You got a lot of different creations of Among Us in Roblox because different creators. You oh, know? for real? Yeah. They, they they recreate Among Us. Yes. And so you you got the you you the imposter. <laughs> Hey, I'm pretty good at imposter though. Oh, for real? Yeah, for sure. So, so people don't realize like if you if you never played Among Us, uh, Among Us is a game. I guess Caleb, you're here. You you should explain it. Oh, yeah. yeah, Among Us is a game where you can have like 12, 13 people, and then there's two imposters. So you'll go around doing um missions and stuff like that, and fixing the cabin or wherever um station you were at. And the um imposters, you know, mission is to kill everybody before they complete all their missions mm, yeah. without being caught. So and man, it's a lot of lying, a lot of friendships ruined. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a whole like different vibe in these games, man. And I feel like the, I feel like the kids are in the metaverse as we speak. Like they, they're oh, going to show sure. us what the metaverse is. That's why I think that like, when I hear old people talk about the metaverse, I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know nothing yeah. about what you're talking about. Like, unless like, unless you're a game designer, I listen to game designers and I listen to creators of metaverses that are adults because I think they understand it a little bit more intuitively. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, like one of those things where you, all you can do is really build the platform, you know? And then like, it's, it's all up to the, to whoever's in it to actually make it into like a real metaverse, you know? Yeah. Because so, the main part of metaverse is it's a community with like its own, its own rules, its own, its own shit that's going on. And, uh, like you can't, you can't craft that. 
For sure, for sure. So it has we, to happen. Yeah. So so I want to talk about some of the art. So we we talked about basically 10K collections. Uh, you know, ben, Benjamin, Benja, uh, Benjamin, uh, mm-hmm. he's out of UK. We got Nyla with the long necky ladies. But there are other people getting into this that are in their teens and super young. Uh, there's another very popular artist. Uh, they they go by the name of Fuosis. Did I say that right, Calgary? Mm-hmm. Ferocious. 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 This is probably one of the most successful young creators that I've seen that has like just come around. Um, I think they have a piece in the top 100 sales. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like one or two, like they might've been bumped out by now, but they, uh, they've sold for sure. Like a piece over a couple hundred ETH. Yeah. And, and they got into, uh, this whole concept of NFTs late last year. So they were super early. This is one of those things where they, it pays to be, you know, the early bird in the game. And again, it was as simple as just like, Hey, I'm making, you know, digital illustrations. I'm making artwork. Um, they were 15 at the time and they ended up selling their artwork for about 20 ETH. Uh, that converted over to, I think 30,000 at the time. And then they held some of it. So it ended up doubling and, and, and they, they exited the piece for $60,000. And, and the story, as I as I've read about it, um, is basically, you know, um, that person's dad was like, yo. This is real money. You, you, it's time for you to, uh, to to buckle down and like if you're serious, you're serious. And obviously we're talking about it. So you all know what happened. Fuosis uh, got in and, and is, is really just messing up everything for, I think, all the teens because they like they're, they made it look too easy. Yeah. They made it look way too easy. Yeah. I mean, it's original art, you know, and like, I think, uh, you know, if you were like 17 or 18 trying to make it as like a, an artist in New York or something like making paintings, I bet it's probably harder than it is on NFTs now. Cause like there's this new space where you, you can like kind of stand out now. Whereas like the, the, the old way of making it as an artist, like you had to hobnob it with the, with the wealthy folks, you know, you had to go, you know, chop it up at parties and galleries and stuff like this. Now it's like, Hey, you drop a project, you hang out in Twitter, you, you go on clubhouse or whatever. Like there's already the spots that like anybody can get into and kind of talk about their art. No, no, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I think the one thing that I would also add to that though, is like, you know, Fuosius is probably like the people equivalent for teens, right? Like this is the story that like really took off. And, you know, you have a lot of people like Justin graphics uh, does a lot of more, like does more original artwork. I think they're 17 years old uh, numbers. Calgary, talk to me about some of the numbers that Justin's done. Man, Justin is, Justin is killing it. This other dude, Jaden's killing it. Like, you know, pieces just over 20 Ethereum, you know, like minimum 60 grand per piece. And, uh, I think, you know, for them, I don't, I don't know if there's a whole lot that you can learn. Cause like they're, 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 they're catching waves with like whales, you know, like whales are finding them on super rare and they're just saying, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to support this artist. And next thing you know, all the whales kind of follow. But they have like they have those three elements you were talking about, you know, that curiosity, that consistency and uh, creativity, creativity. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like Solis or Carlos Gomez, that's that's his real name. Um, you know, he said that he started making NFTs on a borrowed iPad because he didn't own a home computer. And he saw how digital art was being put out there and it was being seen by people and valued. And he said, 
he's come from poverty his whole life and NFTs have changed the way his life will be forever. That's a powerful statement. It is super powerful. And he's 18, uh, got a chance. Maybe if he wants to go to college, he might have enough money to actually see that and, and, and go through with it. If he wants to, you know, help his family get to the next, the next level, he definitely has that opportunity now. And it's, it's primarily because of an iPad. Like, I think that that's the crazier thing from a technologically standpoint. It's not even the NFTs. It's just that like the, the, the equilibrium, like the, the thing that is creating, uh, not only like, I guess I would say democratizing access is, is the iPad, right? Like people are just digitally sketching in like, Ryan, I remember when you remember when the first iPad pro came out in 20, mm-hmm. I think 15. I remember I was, yeah. like, I was on the pencil. Yeah. The There's, pencil came out. We're like, all right, we got the iPad. Now we need to wait like a month or two for the pencil to yeah. come out. Yeah. Remember <laughs> like I was geeked. I mean, if you go back on YouTube, you could type in my name and iPad. I think I did one of the first iPad pro reviews, right. With the pencil and I was dancing mm-hmm. in a room and I was like, yo, this is tight. And like, you know, I saw the potential for it then. I still think Apple has done a lot of things where they've squandered kind of the true potential of the iPad. They've limited it so much, but it's worked for them. And it's also worked out for a ton of artists. And I think the artists that we traditionally hear about are older. They seem more seasoned, but there are a ton of young artists, to Ryan's point, that, you know, have moved their medium. You know, traditionally, if you were a young artist, you might be on a marketplace like uh, the Cubby which is a platform for student creators. And they have a lot of the work on there is, is, is primarily, you know, it's, 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 it's pen and paper. It's uh crochet. It's like, you know, true art. Like, you know, they're doing necklaces and, and masks and like, these are things that you're creating in the real world, right? Stickers and things of that nature. But the kids that are getting in the game now, they're changing the medium. They're saying, I'm going to start digital. I'm going to sell digital. They don't take it out of the digital realm and they don't uh, try to change what they are. And once they find their community, that's working out for them really well. I don't think that this is going to slow down. I think that this is going to be here to stay. Um, Caleb, I think, you know, it's, it's dope to have you on the show because, you know, me and Ryan, we've gotten a little bit further than our, our, our teen selves, right? So we, what comes natural to us now is probably more akin to like, we're thinking like, you know, a 30 year old and, 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 and a 40 year old than we are like a, a teenager. But, you know, for you as a creator, I mean, like, I'm curious more so like what, 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 what inspires you about hearing some of these stories? Uh, it's just like the creativity, like the mindset that you have to have to actually, you know, sit down, get an iPad or whatever that you create your um, art with and sit down and take the time to do that. And the work at it, to put it on there and let everybody see it. It's just, you know, amazing that these kids are actually doing that at my age. So, you know, would you uh, does this inspire you? Like, are you are you are you down to like getting an NFT? For sure. I would be down to get get into NFTs. What would you What would you make if you were to do an NFT? Hey, I've been thinking over here. I mean, like you know, having like a little art piece of like music, and then putting one of my mixes on there, and having like it digitally on art. No, then, we we sold it. I sold a, a crypto tape. Uh, it was like a mixtape, but it was a it was an NFT. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to. I'll have to show you that. I mean, if you. I mean, honestly, it's not a bad idea. I think we. It was actually the. It's my most traded piece. Mm. So. Traded, sure. meaning that multiple owners have had it. Got you. Yeah, I might have to look into that for I mean, sure. Hey, right now it's an open, it's an open opportunity, greenfield yeah. opportunity here. Okay, Ryan. So I got, a, I got a question too, Caleb. Because uh, I mean, I remember when I was, man, we sound old whenever we say when we were younger. Q. <laughs> I know. It's I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't that long ago, but. 
like, you know, me and my friends, we would, we would doodle in class and we all had like our own little notebook, like that mm-hmm. we would keep and, and, and have our artwork in there. Do you feel like uh, kids your age just sh- like share their artwork better? Like, cause you have all the platforms that you grow up and it's just like, it's like, it's second nature to share your life with the digital world. For you sure. think, uh, I mean, for you too, like, do, do, is it suit just, does it just come natural to share your work all the time? I mean, yeah, it does come natural. It's like, you know, I go on Instagram every day, you know, post something about my um artwork, you know, DJ and stuff no, like you, that. You go on Instagram to talk to the girls. Right? Nah, nah, nah. So they come don't. to me. They come to me. Oh, so, so they talk <laughs> to you. Gosh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, anybody is spending four hours on Instagram. They <laughs> definitely are. They go in there for some reasons. I mean, but it's, it's more of a business sense, you know, getting my business out there, getting my name out there, you know, becoming. Do you book gigs off Insta? Yes, for sure. I'm actually working on one right now for the um, 30th for um, Halloween birthday party. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Shout out to to, to DJ. What's your DJ name? DJ Cool J. DJ Cool J. He's out here. He's getting gigs off Insta. I'm more, I'm I'm okay with Insta. If he's getting money off Insta, then I'm I'm cool with him spending time. Yeah, I'm getting money off Insta. What about you, Ryan? Hey man, I mean, uh, I'm just, I'm just kind of curious why Cool J and not Cool K. Hmm. Well, my um middle name started with a J, and it was gotcha. kind of originated from my dad because I wanted a whole different name, but mm-hmm. this name kind of grew on me, so kind of like gotcha. You know. There you go. Well, so he, he was he was forced to get this name. This <laughs> well, it kind of grew on me because it's like my first name is Caleb. You know, my middle name is J, and the two O's are for the turntables. So it's like mm-hmm. a little. So when I we made this um you know name, my uh, other cousin made like a little artistic uh creation of the name. So that's how my business card looks. I wish I had it on me, but I don't. So uh, it's pretty cool. Man, all right. Well, we'll have to get a, a NFT mix. And I mean, if you if you're interested in getting it in the NFTs, we'll definitely help you get off the ground for sure. I mean, we we can't promise that you're gonna do the numbers that these yeah, kids yeah. these kids have committed. Boy. But um, I feel like. What you could do is mm-hmm. you could attempt. And again, I think if you're creative consistency or can, if you, I feel, I feel like if you're creative, consistent and have the, 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 uh, just the, the, the curiosity to go further, yeah. something's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see, like, we're going to see someone have the Beeple effect, uh, that's like growing up now in like 10 years, someone who every single day minted an NFT mm-hmm. of their creation. And then like, you know, 5,000 days later, uh, you know, they're 25 and someone's like, this person's been minting an NFT NFT every day for five, six years. Like mm-hmm. they yeah. got the hottest collection. Like someone's going to do that. Yeah. That takes vision, right? Like that's, that's, yeah. that's, that takes really long vision. And I don't know if you but, have that at, at, at 15, 16, but there is going to be someone that does. Yeah. I don't even think you have to have the vision. It's just like showing growth, you know, like even if it's, if, if it's stick figures, you know, the first year and then the second year is like, Oh, I learned how to shade. And then the third year is like, man, I, I learned how to like animate. And now I animate my people fourth year. It's like, I'm throwing music in there. Like, I think, I think the growth is what's going to do it, you know, because if you start at, at 12 or 15 or whatever, start putting it out, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, I think like we look at some of these kid prod kids on the blockchain now, and like a lot of them do come off feeling like per like perfect in a sense, like they, they know their artistic style and they're still figuring it out. Um, but like, I, I think that just showing growth on the blockchain is going to be a, a whole wave in, in, in and of itself. 
You know, and I mean, for kids listening, I wouldn't get, you know, too, don't be too hard on yourself. I think some of these kids that are doing this, they might have, you know, external help. Their parents might be programmers. They might have mentors. They might have, you know, people behind them that are, you know, helping them get to the places that they've been. And if you're in a, a position where, you know, you think you have a skill set, you have a desire, you know, reach out to, to us. We'll definitely help connect you with the right people. I think, you know, talk to people around you. Um, it does sometimes when you're younger, you, you don't know how to ask for help. But the way I got over that when I was younger is I just talked about the things that I was working on. Right. And I think very similar to how Caleb's here. He's like, yeah, man, I just, I DJ, I DJ, I DJ. Yeah. The more you talk about it, that becomes a brand in itself. And so you can start to brand yourself a bit. And so when people think of you, they think of whatever your skill set is, right? Like everyone remembers the theater kids in high school. Right. Yeah. Everyone remembers the the the, the athletes in high, in high school. Everyone remembers the art kids. Right. Like it's just like whatever you do, you're going to like inevitably brand yourself as that subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how people are going to remember you. So like it's it's asking for help isn't as hard as it, it might seem when you're thinking about it just from your own perspective. And you're like, well, no one understands it or no one gets it. It's like just sometimes you just got to open your mouth and just be like, yo. I'm stuck here. I don't really know. And sometimes that could be the, 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 the line that changes your life. So I think on that note, Caleb, do you have any, any last questions, comments or anything you want to, you want to shout out before we, we bounce? No, I mean, I'm straight. I'm straight. Ryan, what about you? Man, I, I feel like we got to do a, uh, we gotta definitely gotta do a, a DJ Cool J mixtape <laughs> for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. We definitely gotta do that. We gotta we gotta talk to him and see if we can we can get an NFT going or help him get his NFTs going. Yeah. And yep. uh, with that, I will catch y'all in the future. Thanks again, uh, Caleb, for joining us. Ryan, it's always been a pleasure. And uh, until next time. <laughs> <laughs>